Six of 11 on third down are the Horn Frogs. Third and seven here. Again, they bring pressure. Max retreats, throws it underneath. Catches made by Quentin Johnson. Got to make a man miss, and he does. And here he goes. Now the right-hand sideline. Quentin Johnson in a full sprint for 76 yards. And a frog score with 13-0. To You're listening to the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. The Big 12 helped you get ready for this game today. I mean, the, the league that you play in and, and you know, you, your Texases and Kansas States and Baylors that are all load up and, and come at you really, you know, helped you get here. Yeah, yeah, certainly. I think, you know, especially playing Kansas State twice. I mean, that's a, mm-hmm. that's a tough, hard-nosed, physical football team. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. I like cuts courtesy of the TCU Sports Network from Learfield. That uh, stunning 51 to 45 win by TCU over Michigan in the college football playoff on Saturday. John Denton then post game with Sonny Dykes, and we're joined by the longtime color analyst for TCU. John Denton joins us. Uh, happy New Year, and congratulations again. What a great win. Well, you know, the pressure's been on us for a couple of years, Johnny, since uh, you and uh, the Baylor basketball team won the national championship. I mean, we at TCU had to do something. And, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm running out of time. So, I told yeah, you Sonny, are. Like, you know, I said, I, if we're going to do it, it needs to be this year. There you so, go. You know, he and the, he and the team have answered, answered the call, I, you know, Huh. Wow, who'd have, who'd have thunk it, John? I mean, you and I have known each other since the early '90s or hell, late '80s, and you know, this this has been an unbelievable run. And you know, to to show up out in in uh, Phoenix at the Fiesta Bowl and the performance that they put on. I mean, yeah, it wasn't easy, and I mean, it was it was a slugfest. And you know, in the second half, you know, Michigan started doing what they do, throwing deep and and making plays and you know, they put the frogs in a where they had to answer, and just like you heard Brian on the call there. I mean, they had an answer for every one of Michigan's salvos, and I think that may have been the most satisfying of all because you know when when you're ahead and you continue to answer uh, the opponent's you know tries or scores when they're trying to catch up. I mean, that's that's controlling a ball game there. And uh, that's that's what they ended up doing. Yeah, amazing, great win! Congratulations! And uh, how about the t- the second semifinal? Another great game. How about those two games back to back on Saturday? Uh, that's unreal. I mean, you know, you got you got a six point game and a one point yeah. game, and yeah. you know, with Ohio State, you know, with a shot to tie it. I will tell you that uh, the hotel that that I and the broadcast crew were in, we weren't at the at the at the team hotel, we were down, down the golf course from, <laughs> from the team hotel, but it was full of Michigan fans. Oh yeah. And boy, they were down in the dumps and, uh, you know, after the game, we're, we're in the bar watching the end of the other semifinal game. And oh my gosh, I mean, the, the Michigan fans, you know, they rebounded their day was made when Ohio state missed the field goal. I, <laughs> I've never seen, I mean, I know there's, you know, Texas and Bay- or TCU and Baylor have a rivalry, and Texas in the Aggies, and you know, I mean, 
oh my gosh, I've never seen the level of hatred that uh, Michigan fans. They were wow. not about to cheer for Ohio State. Right. They were just happy for for Georgia to win. Wow, that's interesting. That's pretty good yeah. perspective on that. How about uh, – here's one thing I, I wanted to ask you. Uh, the Rose Bowl season a few years ago, undefeated yeah. season, win the Rose Bowl over Wisconsin. Great year. Maybe, maybe the greatest in TCU history. I don't know, but maybe. How does that? How does this year and what you've done already, still with the championship game to go, maybe compare to that Rose Bowl season? I mean, there's – you know, the Rose Bowl is – you know, that's, that's up on a shelf – by itself and you know i think you know as you look at the rose bowl season undefeated season and you know we finished number two in the country behind auburn that year which by the way later got put on probation i mm. think they should have nullified their national yeah, championship. right retroactively declared tcu as a national champion <laughs> but that's okay we uh we look at that at tcu i mean that that was the, uh, you know, when you go to the state fair and you want to get on the, the big Ferris wheel or the big roller coaster, and there's a little caricature at Texas Tech that says, you must be this big yeah. to ride this ride. Right. Okay? The Rose Bowl was TCU's pass into getting on the big ride, huh. i.e. getting into the Big 12. That That is ultimately the calling card that got us into the Big 12 once the Aggies moved on to the SEC. And there's no... There's no discounting that, but I think last weekend's win against Michigan in the playoff now is number one all time. And, you know, if things go right on Monday, then, you know, that, that win over Michigan is not going to last very long That's right. in the driver's seat. Because, I mean, what that meant last Saturday was, you know, okay, the portal is open, so to speak, to use a, a, a fashionable term. Now we're progressing on and have a chance to win a national championship, which, you know, this is truly a once in a lifetime opportunity. I mean, the last time the Frogs won a national championship was 1938. Davey O'Brien won the Heisman Trophy. I mean, here we are, what, 85 years later, and with a chance to win the national championship with a Heisman runner up quarterback. Right. And, you know, it's, um, it's all there for the frogs to take, and you know I think, you know the, the closest you know Baylor Baylor is the team that, and I mentioned it in the post game show. You heard the you heard the uh, cut there from from Sonny when we were talking about that. I mean, hats off to the Big Twelve. The Big Twelve helped the frogs get ready for what they faced against Michigan, and is getting them got them ready to face what they're going to take on in a very physical, big, tough, fast team in Georgia. And, you know, I, my hat's off to Baylor and Texas and Kansas state. I mean, those were all, all teams that tested the frogs and, you know, got them, got them ready for this. John Denton with us, longtime color analyst for TCU. I think most folks know uh, if they don't, well, we're not into breaking news here, but uh, I think most folks know that you are stepping down from your radio work at the end of this school year so you've got, uh, let me count it here, you've got one more football game to do, and uh, I don't think you could have scripted this one any better. No, I, I tell you what, this is, uh, you know, we're going to L.A., and I've had, I've had several nice TCU alums say, wow, what a, what a Hollywood finish to a career. And, you know, here's, here's the twist that's crazy, and I thought about this after the game on Saturday. Is we're playing Georgia for the national championship, John. Right. My 
my first game on our radio crew was in 1988 on the old Southwest Conference host network. Right. And in Athens, oh, Georgia. Is that right? That was your I first mean, game. That was my first game on the crew. Wow. Coats and uh, Tim Parker was our engineer. Tim Parker, yep. And that was uh, that was me and Billy Coates in 1988 at Georgia. Yeah, Lee. You talk you talk about some. If you're looking for some quirky, full circle things, I mean, who who would ever guess that? Yeah. The minute that the minute that guy missed the field goal for Ohio State, I thought, wow, we're we're playing Georgia. And for me, from a TCU broadcast standpoint, that that's where it all started. How about that? That's really cool. Bulldog bookends on your broadcasting career. Yeah, yeah my daughters my daughters are on eBay searching for bulldog bookends. For, uh, <laughs> that's great. For the office. Yeah. Oh man, that's really cool. Well, uh, on that on that note, uh, you know we're going to miss you, but hopefully we'll still see you around. Uh, but I'm really happy for you to be able to go out like this, uh, broadcasting wise. Tell everybody what your new gig's going to be. Well, uh, you know, my new gig, I'm retired. In fact, today, uh, when, I, when I see you at the arena at the Ferrell Center yes. at uh, about 5 o'clock, that will be uh, the whist that will, end, that will mark the end of my career in the athletic department as an associate AD at, huh. at, at TCU. Okay. So today's, today's my last day. So I am going to be moving into uh, – we have an NIL group that is uh, – well-organized, and it's about a year old. It's called the Flying T Club. The Flying T is the old TCU logo that uh, kind of looks like a flying TCU that right. we used to have on our helmets back in the back in the 80s. And uh, this group adopted that logo as, uh, as their name. And that's our, our collective that uh, puts together, you know, funding and events to raise money to, uh, to you know, make for lack of a better term, pay player. Right. Legally. It's, it's, it's what, yes, you know, everything that SMU and TCU got into major league trouble for in the uh, in the 80s is now not only legal but encouraged. Yeah. And uh, this group came to me uh, not long after I filed paperwork to retire from TCU. They had no idea I was going to retire. So it, from a timing standpoint, it just kind of worked out very well. So I'm, at the end of January, I'll, I'll start working with that group and uh hopefully we've got a positive impact on our on our rosters and you know on our on our big programs but also uh women's basketball and some of our other programs because we're gonna have we're gonna have donors are gonna want to give to specifically support uh student athletes that are in you know tennis or beach volleyball or, or whatnot so you know it's in uh, in the world of fundraising, uh, those who have the gold make the rules. So we'll we'll let them call the shot. Yeah, interesting. All right. Uh, so to commemorate your last day uh, officially in the athletic department, can I bring you some George's crazy wings or something to the game tonight? You know, kind of recognize you know, that. You can you can do that if you like. You know, the, the thing is, Estridge will probably broadcast partner Brian Estridge will probably gobble up most of them. Yeah, before I ever get to them. I'd have to. Yeah, I'd have to keep them and hand them only to you. you. Know, That's true. You know that you know that that would be great, but I think what would be better is to uh, to get a photo with you and the great Pat Nunley uh, <laughs> there on the floor at the Ferrell Center because uh, you two are great guys, longtime friends. And uh, I, when I looked at the schedule, I thought, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn in my key, which I just did a little while ago. Wow! And 
and I'm heading down I-35, and uh, I'll see you there at the Ferrell Center shortly. Now, you are going to finish out basketball season, though, right? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. I'm, uh, I'm under contract with Learfield through the end of May. Gotcha. So I'll, I, uh, I will continue and fulfill, you know, the requirements uh, and, you know, my duties related to that with Learfield. So, uh, you know, hopefully – Maybe it's the Bears and the Frogs in the Final Four. How about that? That'd oh, hey, that'd be great. Well, the way you're going, <laughs> I wouldn't discount well, that one bit. I don't want to. I don't want to be greedy, but uh, <laughs> you know, I'm looking forward to this night. This is this is going to be a battle here. I mean, uh, you know, the Frogs had to had a battle back from 16 down last Saturday to come back and beat Tech, and you know, I know I know the Bears are stinging a little bit, but you know what? This whole league is much better. Iowa State's better. How about Kansas State yep. going 160? No question. Yeah. It, this league is this league in hoops is going to be better than it was last year, wall to wall. It's going to be tough. How about this? Uh, 191st meeting tonight, Baylor and TCU. First time ever with both of them as ranked opponents. That says a lot right there. Wow. That's uh, that's historic. Yeah. Now, that's a lot of media. That's a lot of basketball. That's man. a lot of basketball. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm tell looking us, forward to it. Tell us about Mike Miles, healthy and playing like uh, people thought he would when he was picked as the preseason player of the year. Yeah, he's he's had uh, he's had a couple of issues with an ankle and set out a few games. Oh, about a month ago, but he is he's he's full on, fully healthy, and uh, you know this. It's only been about three weeks ago that the frogs actually you know finally got all five of the starters you know on the floor at the same time. Uh, two weeks ago, Jamie Dixon was starting his tenth different lineup. Wow, and you know in 10 games at that point. So, uh, yeah, everybody's healthy. And I tell you, I mean, uh, Mike Miles is as advertised, or, you know, he's averaging about, oh, 19 points a game. He's distributing the basketball. He's making plays. But I tell you, uh, Damian Baugh at the other guard spot really frees up Mike Miles to make plays, to really kind of more play the two and, you know, shoot the three and, and work off the dribble and do some things that, that really frees him up. And then uh, Eddie Lampkin, uh, the center, has gotten so good. His hands are so good, John. And mm-hmm. he's, you know, Fran Fraschilla the other day called him the best passing big man in the country. Wow. And he and Miles or he and Ball kind of get the two-man game going. It's, uh, it's a real problem for opponents. And then probably the biggest freak in the whole lineup is Emmanuel Miller, mm-hmm. the transfer from A&M, who – is now, you know, he's last three or four games averaging almost 20 points a game. Uh, probably the most dangerous guy on the floor because he can shoot the three, he can play around the basket, and he can really uh, he can really rebound. He's, he's very, very athletic, most athletic guy on the squad. Well, two good teams matching up, and that's what you're going to get in the Big 12 every night. So uh, this will be a lot of fun tonight. Uh, and I look forward to seeing you there. Uh, wear gold, okay? Let me give you a hint. Wear gold to the game tonight, and uh, and and uh, I will see you there this evening. Yeah, I, I promise you. I've I've got gold on. It's a little darker shade of gold, uh-huh. but you yeah. know, it's it's it's, uh, it's national championship gold. It's, oh, it's, uh, oh, 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 look at you! <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right, man. Be careful, and I will see you at the uh, Farrell Center this evening. All right, one one quick stop at Slovacek to pick up some sausage, and then I'll be at the Ferris. There you go. All right, very good. Be safe. We'll see you this evening. All right, John. Thanks so much. All right, the great John Denton with us, color analyst for TCU, going back to, uh, as he told us, 1988, doing TCU games.
How about that? Uh, symmetry. The first game he ever did for TCU football was with Bill Coates at Georgia. His last game at TCU will be against Georgia. And this one happens to be for the national championship. And hearing that makes me feel not quite as old because I was a sophomore in high school. There you go. And <laughs> he called his first <laughs> TCU basketball game. 88, that's going back. He's called a lot of games. And uh, – uh, interesting that he would leave, you know, what, what is a full-time position at TCU plus the uh, radio work uh, to do the collective, to head up the collective for TCU. All right, appreciate John very much and Brian Denton. Uh, I'm sorry, and Brian Estridge. Uh, those two have done a great job representing TCU through the years. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John